Welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot, he was a pro. He never made it this far. A competitor. He was very, very good. I do have a very particular set of skills. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. I'm rude. You will be. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. He ain't gonna be in rush hour three. You are my brother, Anakin! These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Hello, welcome back to the Random City Podcast. This is Jimmy, your host as always. You know, the couple times a year this show happens. <laughs> Anyway, I'm back today. I wanted to talk a little bit about just some random Star Wars observations, mostly. I think that could be some fun. And so, I don't want to get into any kind of Star Wars celebration or recap, because quite honestly, I'm kind of sick of hearing about Star Wars celebration at this point. I think everyone and their brothers discussed the trailers from the new movie, from the new series, from uh, Rebels, etc. Um, <laughs> the thing I actually wanted to, to touch on today is um, some Star Wars collecting. Uh, it seems to be kind of a fun thing, I think. I think it's fun. Is it fun anymore? I don't know. We can talk about that. <laughs> well, I like the Star Wars Black Series figures. I have pretty much all of them, um, apart from a few of the Celebration and San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. And so most, pretty much every other one I have, I'm pretty sure at this point, um, there's four or five that I don't have. Okay, there's the new Luke um, Black Series figure that just came out this year at Celebration. I don't have that one. I didn't get the Boba Fett with Han Solo and Frozen and Carbonite one from San Diego, nor did I get the Jabba the Hutt from San Diego. And there are two other exclusives I don't have. Um, there was a two-pack of Han and Greedo, and I have Han and Greedo, so I was like, why would I buy Han and Greedo again um, from Toys R Us? Um, so that one I kind of count, kind of don't, but... Either way, I don't have it. And then there was the Black Squadron, or the Shadow Squadron, that was a Target exclusive, that I actually did see in my local Target down in South Georgia before we moved. Um, at one point, one time, I thought it was expensive, I didn't buy it. And I didn't realize at the time that was going to be super hard to find, and, you know, hundreds of, well, hundreds of dollars might be a slight exaggeration, but definitely over $100 for sure, um, to pick up one of those later, after the market. So, uh, but yeah, those are the five I don't have. I have tons of them. I have boxes upon boxes of Star Wars Black Series figures. Been most excited here recently, as far as those go, with this vintage series they've recently come out with. You have the Darth Vader Legacy Pack that um, comes with Darth Vader on a vintage card, and then he comes with a display similar to the one that was um, available back in the 70s with the uh, original Mail-Away and I'm sure if you're a Star Wars collector, you know what that is. If you're not, maybe you don't. But back in 1977, before the toys were actually available to purchase, uh, Kenner sold a little piece of cardboard. And if you bought the little piece of cardboard, you could mail it in. You'd get, uh, I don't think you get all 12 figures. Um, for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking at this point you only get four of them. At least that's what I keep seeing. So um, I don't know. But e either way, you, you sent in the thing and you got... Um, some Star Wars figures, and then you got a little display to put them on. And so this this new Legacy Pack has something very similar to that. 
um, for the Black Series, which I think is cool. So I was able to get that. I actually have two of the Darth Vader packs. I got one at Best Buy here locally because it was beat up. And I'm like, well, I'll open this one. I won't feel bad about opening it. And then I ordered a case of the others that are out currently uh, from, I guess it was Dorkside Toys. I don't know, I'll go back and forth. Whoever has it available at a decent price, either Dorkside or Team and Earth. Um, Big Bad Toy Store I ordered from them as well. There's just several online retailers that are pretty good about Star Wars toys here in town locally. Nobody has any good toys unless it's Christmas time. <laughs> pretty much. And so, so with that first case, you get one R2, one Han, which means those are going to be hard to find. And they're already, you know, 60 bucks on, on Amazon if you didn't already get one. And then uh, you get two Obi-Wans, two Leia's, and two Luke's. And so... I probably end up opening one of each of those. I have also, in addition to the case, uh, <laughs> a pre-order for uh, R2 and a Han from Amazon that probably won't be here for a while. So they actually gave me, this is great. This is actually, I love Amazon. Um, <laughs> I contacted them asking them where they were supposed to be because it was saying they were going to be here this week. And it actually gave me, you know, it'll be there tomorrow by 8 p.m. And then the next day, it'll be here tonight by 8 p.m. And it wasn't. And they hadn't even shipped. And so I emailed them. Um, this lovely little contact form that I found out about. It's kind of hard to find, but if you find out about it, and anytime you're late with anything, if you're a Prime member, contact them. Um, even if it's like a day or two, um, they will give you, not every time maybe, but a lot of the times, usually they'll give you, if nothing else, a free month of Amazon Prime, which is what, an 8 or $9 value. And then occasionally they'll be like, oh, we're sorry for the inconvenience. We'll give you a $5 credit. In this case, I emailed them about Han and R2, um, and they were two separate little orders and I got a free month of prime and then they also gave me $10 of credit towards my R2. So my R2 only costs $9.99. <laughs> so that's pretty great. And so uh, honestly, if you've ordered from Amazon and you may have, if you're a collector, you know, those figures are not going to come in very good shape. They're going to be kind of beat up. So I, I, I mean, again, I plan to open those, um, which I, I don't know. It's bad enough I waste so much money on it on Star Wars figures, and then when I want to waste more money to get two of them, it's really not so good. <sighs> but anyway, I guess that's the tragedy of being a collector. At some point, I have to stop, I guess. And I guess every collector um, says that, but I don't know. Like once I go away from this vintage line, I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to go back to the other version because I'm digging the vintage packaging. The vintage packaging is what got me back into Star Wars collecting what, six, seven years ago now, when they had the vintage collection out, I was I was get I was getting more excited or whatnot about Star Wars again, mostly because of the Clone Wars being on television. And started seeing those vintage cards in stores and that was around the same time, I guess, to to some some degree, in two thousand eleven or maybe ten. I don't it's been so long ago, I'd have to double check. Definitely one of those two for sure. I was in the I was in an apartment and I was only in that apartment for a couple of years. So yeah, probably 2010. I was checking out like the Force Cast at the time and Geek Out Loud around that first you know first listening to those types of shows and so I was hearing more about all this stuff and I was like oh man those are cool and so <laughs> I got I started getting those and then eventually started buying other stuff and then after a while I was like okay I can't buy everything I can only focus on certain things and so. So yeah, for the past like three years or so, I guess, it's been, basically my focus has been Black Series and Star Wars Rebels figures, um, with an occasional random thing, but mostly it's related to Star Wars Rebels if it's a random thing. Um, and then for a while, I was trying to do the Hot Wheels, 
because those are fairly inexpensive. But here again, and locally, I can't find anything. And so I kind of gave up on the Hot Wheels. Occasionally, I'll still find one that I like, and I'll still pick it up. But it's, I don't know. This town is a terrible town to try to collect toys in. <laughs> it just It's just terrible. That's just terrible. You can't find nothing. That's terrible, man. You just want to buy some toys. You just want to give Hasbro your money, man. That's just terrible. I guess that'll wrap up our quick little toy collecting talk with Jimmy. Um, speaking of which, I do have a website called jimmystoys.com. I don't update it very much, but I do try to update Jimmy's Toys or at Jimmy's Toys on Twitter and Instagram when I make new purchases, mostly Star Wars things. Um, but when it comes to toys, it's it's a, it's an addiction. It really is. Okay, I was just saying how with Star Wars, I've tried to narrow it down to mostly Black Series and uh, Rebels. But then when I've seen cool stuff or good deals or whatnot, I got other stuff. Or like <laughs> last summer, I called up on all the Black Series figures and I was still wanting to buy some toys, I guess. And so with Ghostbusters coming back out, they were re-releasing Ghostbuster figures. And I mentioned this on the, one of the podcasts from last year. I bought... Um, initially the four Ghostbusters in the, in the line of, what was it, Mattel, I guess it was, yeah, Mattel, uh, the classic Ghostbusters, and then eventually ended up getting the four girl Ghostbusters from the new movie that I really, I did enjoy that movie, speaking of which, and I, I got some birthday gift cards and got the, both of the Lego Ecto-1s and all kinds of fun little Ghostbuster stuff. Um, that's probably my... I mean, really, at this point, that's definitely probably my next biggest collection of anything, which isn't that big, but having a a whole little shelf dedicated to Ghostbuster things with Back to the Future probably being next. I mean, I don't have much Back to the Future stuff. I mean, I really don't. Um, My lunchbox, some uh, Lego DeLorean, some little miniature car DeLorean, some trading cards, a couple of those little retro reaction figures. Um, That'd probably round out my... Um, back to the future stuff. But anyway, I don't know. It's just one of those things you get in this habit of, oh, I like this movie. I like this show. So I want to buy a toy. I want to read a comic book. I want to get a trading card. I guess what? They have that for like everything now. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've got a couple of Flash action figures. I have the, the Flash and Captain Cold. Those are my two. He's my favorite uh, villain on those um, shows. I don't know. I like... Uh, Wentworth Miller. He he was really good on The Flash. He you know was on the first season of of Legends of Tomorrow and I really like for him to be back if that's possible, but I don't know if that is, so we'll go from there. But anyway, um <laughs> I'll throw in a an old Star Wars vintage commercial here and then we'll move on to talk about some other stuff I guess in the second half of this Random City podcast. Star Wars figures. R2D2. Chewbacca, Luke, and Princess Leia. They're the Star Wars Early Bird set of figures. These four action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars Early Bird certificate package is in stores. With this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of four figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February 1st and June 1st. The Star Wars Early Bird certificate package, new from Kenner. I mentioned earlier, I wasn't 100% sure if it was just the four figures, because that's what I had been seeing. And that video there, as I found it on YouTube, confirms, yes, four figures. I don't know, for some reason in my head, at one point I was thinking you got all 12. But no, it was Luke, Leia, Chewie, and R2. And so, let's continue. So, the other thing I guess I will will mention today, and like I said, I don't want to do a Star Wars Celebration recap. So, um... 
one of the things that's been real fun this past several months is um, Grand Admiral Thrawn on Rebels. I've really enjoyed having him on that series. It's been interesting to see his like long con, so to speak. Like he could have taken out the rebels sooner, I'm pretty sure, and he would have taken them out um, here were it not for I guess it was General Constantine or Admiral Constantine or whatever that guy was. He was a doofus. Um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I've, again, I don't know if you don't watch Rebels, that might not mean anything. Um, he was first introduced back in the early '90s in three novels. Um, that were epic Star Wars. Uh, they really were. And, and for many people, for a very long time, um, they considered this to be the, kind of the sequel trilogy. Um, the Heir to the Empire, The Dark Force Rising, and Last Command, I think are their three titles. I, I could double check, but it's fine. There were three of them. They were really good. Timothy Zahn did a great job. So you had Grand Admiral Thrawn was the villain. But honestly, he's not a villain, I don't think. He's a tactician, he is a military genius, and he was serving his empire. At least that's the way I see him from the new Thrawn novel that came out recently, that um, just a few weeks ago at this point, about three weeks ago, I guess, and then through Star Wars Rebels. I don't I don't see him as a villain, I really don't. He He's, he's a part of the empire, and the empire's the bad guys, but he's just doing his job. Thrawn is 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 my favorite character at the moment. I would say if someone asked me right now, what's my who's my favorite Star Wars character? Thrawn's my answer, and that answer does change. Um, I know he used to be on the old Force Cast days. Jimmy Mack would say every day he had a new Star Wars character that was his favorite, which I guess could be true. Maybe <laughs> it'd be kind of tough for me to be every day, but I mean, like Ahsoka and Rex are two of my favorites. Thrawn is now one of my favorites for sure. And they're all basically animated. I mean, Rex and Ahsoka totally animated at this point. Thrawn um, in some novels. and Well, you know, yeah, I can say that. Ahsoka has a novel. So, anyway. So, yeah. They're in other media, but they're not in live-action Star Wars. And so there's not anyone in live-action Star Wars that comes to mind immediately when someone asks me who's my favorite. Number four probably be Luke, but not new Luke. Old, old Luke when he was a hero. And then uh, probably five would be Darth Maul. Although I might pick Darth Maul over Luke, depending on the day, so I really like Darth Maul. And then somewhere right up in there, Qui-Gon Jinn. And so, yeah, if I had a top ten list, half of them would be from animation, I would think. Um, Cad Bane, I really like him. I really like Hondo. There's so many from the Clone Wars and, and Rebels that I really, really high on the list of my favorites. But Thrawn, anyway... I really enjoyed the new book. It was different. It was very different. It was kind of a journal style. It was like this happened, this happened. Six months later, this other thing happened. We got to, uh, to learn about um, Governor Price, who was also in Rebels, which some of her stuff was kind of boring, but in the long run, it actually worked out pretty well. It was pretty interesting. But parts of it, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this, but it, it worked out. I really liked having Gilaren in there as far as the book goes. This, it was interesting. It really was. Um, and to learn a little bit more about the Chiss, that's his species. One thing I want to mention too before I forget it or just don't do it, um, I really liked seeing inside Thrawn's head, like actually hearing his um, thought processes and how he thought of things and his opinion of things. Like at the beginning of each chapter, the literal monologue, if nothing else, um, from him was soliloquy, perhaps. Was it's, It was interesting. Um, and yeah, just seeing how his, his mind processed things and seeing how he was teaching that to his ensign 
um, friend as well, Eli. That was interesting. Um, but the other thing I really want to mention too before I forget is um, one of my favorite things about Thrawn this season in Star Wars Rebels was listening to Rebel Yell from Steve Clausen and the gang over um, what technically Disney Vault Talk, but the Goldiverse, whatnot. He and Arish and sometimes Teresa this season would discuss Rebels and, and you know, they're friends as well. And Shaz Bazaar from Techno Retro Dads was on multiple times and one of the things he did which was amazing was he wrote a parody song i forget who the actual band is um, megadeth or something from way back when but uh the thrawn aims to kill fantastic and then one of steve's listeners mashed that up at some of the episodes a couple times with some of the videos of thrawn fighting epic awesome so i definitely say check those things out and speaking of thrawn if you go over to at Jimmy and Georgia, either on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, there's also a, a page on Facebook, but whatever. Uh, or JimmyGeorgia.com, J-I-M-M-Y-I-N-G-A. I've posted a bunch of drawings this year. I've done 200-some-odd drawings so far in 2017, and I've done a couple Thrawn drawings. One from January. It's terrible. Um, and then one from a few weeks ago that actually I'm, I'm kind of impressed by. I don't know. I mean, as you do stuff like that, you get better, and that's how pretty much anything in life is um seems like you put time and effort into it you you improve so yeah check out the uh, instagram or the twitter and you'll see if you look hard enough somewhere in there um a couple grand admiral thrawn drawings see some ahsoka drawings a couple rex drawings there's a there's a pattern here um i did a series of sketch cards from star wars rebels all sorts of things so uh yeah go check those out and maybe next episode assuming there is one this year because there might not be um, maybe I'll talk more about um, drawing and sketching things because it's kind of fun. I've amassed quite the marker collection and uh, try to do that pretty much on a daily basis. So, yeah. Well, honestly, I keep these shows short and sweet, so to speak. And I think that's probably going to wrap this up. This episode of the Random City Podcast has been brought to you in part by Audible.com. Start your free trial today by going to audible.randomcitypodcast.com. And you can get two free audiobooks, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody else says one. You can get two if you go to audible.randomcitypodcast.com. Start your free trial today. Get two great audiobooks. You can pick up Tarkin and Thrawn. Those would be my two suggestions of some awesome Star Wars audiobooks. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. You can also follow Random City Podcast on Twitter, at Random City. Random City Podcast has a Facebook page if you want to check it out. And you can also go over to randomcitypodcast.com and see some uh, articles and things I post there occasionally. And, yeah, you can also email me if you'd like. Um, you can send an email to randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. That's randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can call into the show if you want to. You can leave me a voicemail. You can email me a voicemail also to that email. But I'll leave me a voicemail. You can do that. I think this number still works. You can give it a try. Honestly, I haven't checked it in forever, so who knows. <laughs> Our number used to be 77371-RANDOM. That's 77371-RANDOM on your touch-tone phone. And uh, again, we've mentioned Facebook, Twitter, and randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. And so you can get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Or just tweet to us. That's fine, too. And maybe we'll be back soon. Hopefully so. We'll see you next time. Peace.